Welcome to Simplify Refocus. I'm your host, Jaron Fox. Today we're going to dive into the topic of partnering home chores. Um, so home chores and, and working with the partners. And uh, there's many homes that have a single parent or maybe both parents uh, that are working. Um, it's not you know, the 1940s, 1950s, and so forth, where maybe it's the husband, the father that's um, uh, working and providing for the family, and the mother's able to, to stay home and take care of the children and the home. Um, nowadays, it seems that um, that both parents are working, uh, oftentimes full-time jobs, um, and, or maybe it's a single parent trying to raise their children. And, you know, unfortunately, even with uh, a single parent working or both parents working, the re home responsibilities have not diminished. Um, even though we've got more technology, even though we have better appliances, even though we've got um, a more modern uh, modernization of our home, uh, the responsibilities still have not diminished. There's, it's still a lot of work. Um, you know, taking care of a home, uh, trying to keep it neat, clean, smelling good, um, uh, an, an environment, a culture that is conducive for living. Um, and of course, you know, living with, you know, your family members. And I, I do recognize that a lot of people eat out now. Uh, maybe they practically live at work. They only just come home to sleep. But other than that, they're out and about. Um, but the home still must be maintained. The apartment, the condo, the house, it still needs to be maintained. And, um, and of course, we do have, uh, you know, say children that adds responsibility um, uh, to the home as well. But there is this shortness of time, no matter if it's a single parent, maybe, maybe both parents are working, apartment, condo, uh, modern, uh, old-fashioned, whatever you want to throw in there, uh, there is still a shortness of time. And, you know, if, if, if a person is working eight, maybe more hours a day, um, then, of course, you know, you've got lunch break in there, which, you know, unless you're working from home, um, you're not going to be able to really to work on anything at the house uh, during your lunchtime. And, of course, you know, uh, time, you know, you know the, the time you spend traveling to and from work, um, that could be five minutes, could be 30 minutes, an hour, one way. Um, and so if you're spending up to an hour driving, I mean, that's two hours on the road. And of course, if you live in a, bitty, a big city, maybe a busy area, uh, could take a little bit more time. I know as individuals that works in my company, they drive an hour and a half, two hours, one way. Um, and then, of course, sometimes they work 12-hour shifts. Um, and, you know, it's highly recommended that people get seven or more hours of sleep if you can get it. Um, and, of course, you know, we've got the hygiene time. You know, there's time to get ready, time to take a shower, time to wake up and kind of get yourself woken up, get you a cup of coffee in the kitchen. Um, the rest of the day is divided out beyond that. And it doesn't leave a lot of time to be running errands, picking up groceries, picking up kids, taking care of the home, figuring out dinner. Uh, maybe getting ready for bed, uh, hopefully have some time to relax. Um, you know, I mean, there's a plethora of things to do in the home of keeping it clean, vacuuming, dusting, and so forth. And, and of course, we live in a day and a time where our society has taught us to rush. 
hurry here, hurry there, got to do this, got to do that. And we have stretched, uh, stretched ourselves out so thin uh, because of work, activities, hobbies, uh, family uh, activities, and so forth. Um, and so one of the key things that we need to do is learn how to partner uh, with someone in our home uh, with the chores. And once again, this is not, say, like the 1940s and 50s where one's working and the other one's taking care of the home. No, a lot of times it's both people taking care of the home and and learning how to partner up and, and work together for the chores. And it could look like, you know, say one is washing the dishes with the other one's drying. You know, if you're standing there kind of talking with one another, like fellowshipping with your spouse, you know, so forth. Um, maybe you have some family time with your kids, but you're still needing to get some things done. You know, one person's washing the dishes, another putting, another one's drying them. Or maybe one is folding laundry while uh, maybe uh, the families gather together. Uh, somebody's vacuuming while the other one is dusting. Um, one is spending time with the kids, maybe helping them with homework while the other one is working out or cleaning. Um, you know, one spouse maybe um, runs errands, you know, gets the groceries on the way home, and the other one is getting dinner started, you know, so that when the rest of the groceries gets there, they can finish. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of different things that uh, a couple or, or, or parents can do, even though they may be uh, both working. And what I suggest is list out all the chores and responsibilities um, you know, now there may be some responsibilities that only one uh, individual can do, uh, but I can't really think of an example of that unless uh, maybe uh, maybe in your household, this, the husband is the one that takes care of the finances, not the wife. That, that is just set, hey, the husband takes care of the, the finances. Uh, maybe it's the, um, uh, the decision of the household that the wife cooks. The husband doesn't cook, the wife cooks. That's just how it is. That's how we're going to do it in this house. You know, whatever it is, um, with the chores that both individuals can do, um, just take everything, all the chores, all the responsibilities, put it on one big list. And you want to carve out some of those things. Like if it's the woman that she's the one that's cooking the meals, he's taking care of the finances. If you've already got some of those things settled, Go ahead and, and start dividing that out, saying, okay, these are things that these are non-negotiable or these are things that we're not putting down on the table. We already know we're, you know, who's doing what. Once you do that, then divide out um, maybe some items that somebody loves doing. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe your spouse or someone in your household, they love vacuuming the floors. They just love vacuuming. Why? Don't know but they just love vacuuming. Another one, um, maybe they love a folding laundry. That just They just find enjoyment with it. Uh, maybe he loves mowing the grass. You know, whatever it is, list out those things that the one person loves doing and put it on that person's uh, uh, side of the piece of paper. Then there's another set where maybe one person is more willing to do it. Maybe it's not something they love doing, something that they're looking forward to doing, um, but they're more apt to do it than the other individual. And what I'd recommend, if if it's in this category, um, do a scale one to 10. You know, don't tell each other the score. You know, just say, hey, um, washing the dishes, score one to, one to 10 or zero to 10. Um, you know, 10 being the most liked, 
um, you know, where's it at? Okay, well, the one that is more likely to enjoy it or the one that's more willing to do it. So they scored a seven while the other spouse scored a three. Well, the one who scored a seven may be the the better choice of taking care of that chore. And once you've gone to, you know, seven and three, okay, well, you're going to do dishes, all right? Well, who loves drying the dishes? Well, maybe the other spouse loves doing that more than the other one. So you look at the scores and kind of see who's more apt to enjoy this or more apt to do that and so forth to kind of give you some guidance of breaking it up evenly. And then whatever's left over. So you've already gone through, hey, this is in our home. The woman does this. The man does this after you've done those. And then you've sorted out all the ones that they love doing. And then now you've sorted out all the ones that more more likely willing to do, and it's not as big of a deal. Um, then there there is the last part of the list, and that is the dreaded, the things that nobody wants to do in this household. Okay, with those, then you have to decide this, and this is uh, case by case. Divide them out evenly. You know, if there are six of them left or if there's two left, you know, each one picks one. Um, You can take turns with them. Maybe you only have one or two. Uh, Maybe it's like taking out the trash. Okay, well, um, if it's taking out the trash, well, let's just take turns. You know, I'll take it out this time. You take it out next time. That may work for your household. For other households, that may not work. Um, Who, Of course, you can maybe set a rule. You know, saying, hey, whoever notices notices that first. Um, Whoever put the last piece of trash in there is the one that's taking it out. Um, The first person who notices the uh, laundry baskets full needs to be the one that, you know, kind of be creative of kind of sorting it out um, so that it's a little bit even and not one person being stuck with what everybody dreads and nobody wants. You want to make sure that it is... Uh, evenly spaced out. Um, You want to make sure that it's balanced um, and that not one person has all the chores that they love and then the other one's stuck with everything that they dread. Um, You know, you want to make sure it's even um, and um, balanced. Now, for those that are maybe a single parent or maybe you are a single individual living by yourself, well, obviously you can't divide everything out uh, with someone unless you have like a roommate or uh, you have somebody living with you in your apartment or house or so forth. Um, But what you could do is divide it out with yourself. Uh, So divide out the chores based upon the day of the week. Um, So every Friday, got to take out the trash. Every uh, Tuesday is clean day. So I'm cleaning, you know, dusting, vacuuming or whatever it is. Uh, Maybe it's Saturday morning. um, I'm I'm doing starting laundry. Uh, Sunday, I'm folding laundry. Uh, Monday, I'm putting everything away, but I'm also, um, you know, uh, taking care of the dishes, putting them in the dishwasher, you know, so forth. Break it up, you know, throughout the day evenly uh, with the days of the week the best that you can. Um, And I would say that if you have two or three things listed on that day, tackle the hardest part first. Uh, Tackle the most dreaded chore first, Um, you know, as a general uh, rule of thumb. Um, it, of course, also notice what part of the day are you more likely or feel more motivated to do things around the home. Um, if you're more motivated in the mornings, 
uh, to start a load of laundry or something like that. Well, wake up a little bit earlier, start a load of laundry before you head out, held out, you know, head out to work. Um, if you're more apt to enjoy doing uh, chores in the late evening, you know, work your shift, take you a little break, enjoy, do something that you think is enjoyable, and then dive into the chores. Uh, be careful, you know, uh, not to push everything off uh, to the weekends. Um, I was guilty of that uh, um, until recently. Um, I was like, well, I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to do, um, you know, uh, clean off my desk. I'm going to, um, you know, whatever it is, the, everything that's on my list, uh, finances. I'm going to do all that on Saturday. Well, the problem was is that I had all my chores on Saturday, and I was spending my evenings throughout the week not getting a lot done, and then I felt like I worked a sixth day of the week, you know, being Saturday with that many chores, and then I only had Sunday for a weekend uh, to rest or do whatever. So what I'm doing now, I'm doing, instead of putting off laundry, because I'm in charge of laundry, I do the laundry, my wife does like washing the dishes. So I'm in charge of the laundry, so I'm now doing laundry Wednesday or Tuesday, just whenever the laundry basket is full, I'll go ahead and start working on it um, and not pushing it off onto the weekend. And that has saved me a lot of time on my weekends by doing that. It's kept me productive throughout the week. It's a little bit more balanced um, uh, with my week. And then, of course, it has opened my weekend so that I can rest or do some other activities. So those are just a few little things that I thought through um, to kind of help with uh, with chores. So whether you're you're living by yourself, a single parent, or you know you're uh, uh, married, you know divide it out, divide it with yourself, div divide it out with uh, you know who you got in your home, and um, you know kind of don't dread it. Set it up to where it's not dreaded, um, and that's why I say you know. Uh, eat the biggest frog first or tackle the hardest job first so that it's downhill from there. Um, I like to have my to-do list um, onto the side on pen and paper. And and there's you, you know this. If you're a to-do list person or you write everything down and you look at that list, you'll, you'll have this moment. There's this one thing that just sticks out from, uh, from above all the others. And it's just like, that's the one I dread. The one that catches your eye, if I, if you had your list right in front of you right now and I said, hey, which the one is you, you dread the most? Almost every one of you right now probably look at one or two things and go, oh, man, I really don't look forward to that one. Those are the ones that you want to tackle first, generally speaking, uh, so that it's easier on you on your other activities. But hopefully this was helpful for you um, to kind of give you some guidance, uh, kind of get you some motivation to uh, start working on that if you have not done so already. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in, and we'll see you next time.